So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. It's Mary. I'm thrilled that you're here. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to the last two client spotlight episodes. One was last week with Monica and then two week, two episodes before that with Bonnie. This is where I want you to take your mind is to see these two very different perspectives and for you to start to get curious about what it would look like if you spent more time aligning with the future version of yourself that wants alcohol out of the way, that is ready for that relief and that freedom, than if you spent time thinking about the void of alcohol, okay? So go listen to those and really, really be in the kind of dream place of aligning yourself with that version of who you will become when alcohol's no longer a problem. Who do you want to become? That is all up to you. And that is my intention for being here. 
we are celebrating year, the beginning of year four for the podcast. I am so proud of you. I am so proud of me. I can't even believe that it's been that long. And I don't stop enough at the Vista to celebrate. And so I'm celebrating myself today and all of this content and all of the lives that have been changed. And thank you so much for being here. And if you want to celebrate with me, a bonus could be to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review of your takeaway from the show because it really, really does support this podcast ad-free, getting in front of so many more people that need to hear this message because this message is like no other, right? We're taking this, I'm taking you to the next level. And there is a part of you that is already in alignment with an alcohol-free life. And that's why I want you to go back and listen to those episodes. And that is what I want you to think about every single time you listen to this show. The part of you, the wise part of you, the, the intuitive part of you that is already knows, right? Like already knows what it's going to feel like when you're no longer worried about alcohol. And we want to amplify that person. And then the fear is going to come in. And that version of you is going to say, you know what? It's okay. This is just an opportunity to see what else is out there, right? To see what does it even feel like? What does it even feel like to do these things when alcohol is not there? Like those things, not what it feels like to be thinking about missing out on alcohol, right? And that's the difference. Because if we focus on deprivation, you're going to feel deprived. If you focus on the abundance of everything else that's going on, right? Like the alcohol is the 1% in the picture. Then there's 99% of all the other things going on. When you focus on that, if that's in alignment with what you want, then it's going to be amazing, right? And you work through building your inner resilience. You work through all of the stages are getting you closer and closer and closer to the part of yourself that's already free, right? You are already free. It is all of the thoughts and the resistance to the sensations and the resistance to believing that it's okay that I don't want alcohol anymore. There's been a few times this week where that's the last few weeks where that's come up where it's like, I have to be able to give myself permission to just no longer want it, right? Even though there's a part of you and that's a habit and you can just be kind of, you know, factual about it. Like, yeah, it makes sense that there's some resistance here, but the real me, the real part of me that's maturing, that's growing, that's evolving always doesn't want alcohol anymore. But there's a part of me that has created and formed a habit and but that will change too, right? And like Monica talked about that, she's just like, with everything, with everything new that we do, there's always a period of transition, right? So you don't like, it could be, it can be that casual. It really, really can be. And if there's other things underneath it for why you're drinking that feel more challenging, well, we want to solve those too, right? And those are the things that, the version of you that takes care really 
wants to do that in a healthy way, really wants to step into that place of personal responsibility. And that's why I truly believe you're here. Alcohol freedom is seeking you just as much as you are seeking it. So as I stepped into the fourth year of the podcast and this, this, you know, beginning of this new year, if you're listening to this at real time, um, you know, just reassessing what my goal is here, what my intention is, you know, it's like anything can become a job. Any relationship can just become what it is, right? Because the human habituates so easy and we're really doing ourselves a a disservice if we're not going back to to tap into our intention and even reevaluate and um, reimagine our intention, right? Because like I've grown so much since I've done the podcast. I've grown so much since I've been coaching, and I, you know, I Matthew and I did that this year with our relationship where it was definitely before we had Emmett and when we were like young and partying and hanging out, I think our intentions were much different than they are now. And how can it be bigger? How can it be better? How can it grow into, into something? And, and really how can we realign as we continue to change? And that's the question I want you to ask yourself about alcohol. How can you realign with your values, with your intention, with who you are as you change, because the version of you that started drinking is not who you are today. The same things are not important to you. I guarantee it. Right. But this one thing just is like this anchor to the past and it's not allowing you to move forward in so many other areas of your life where it's like, your expectations for other things are probably just as much of anchors if this one is. Because what changing my relationship to alcohol has done and what I've seen it do for all of my clients is they change their expectations about everything else in their life and they take personal responsibility, which has so much freedom in it, right? It's like other things, other people don't need to do the job of creating your satisfaction for you. And that is a much freer life, right? So my intention for being here now is to inspire you to turn up the volume on that part of you that is already aligned with alcohol freedom. Because because of all of the conditioned beliefs and the chemical and the social, um, the social narrative around alcohol, there's a lot of evidence to support keeping alcohol around, but there is a very wise, very intuitive part of you that knows like your higher mind that it's not working. It's not, and something's got to give, right? That's like, can taste it. That's already in alignment with that version of yourself. And my goal, my job, I feel is to continue to trigger your remembrance of that, of the innate part of you that didn't need booze, that didn't have all the conditioning, that can can really trust the inner voice. And even when that feels scary, 
it's a different type of fear. When we follow the path of, of the self-gnosis of ourself, and this is something I struggle with still in other areas, when we can follow the path of the, of the self, it's going to be different than everyone else's. And everyone's always like, <laughs> you know, I always hear this is like, but I'm doing it different than society. Like, and it's like, none of that exists. Right. So just like you, everyone's doing it different than everyone else. Everyone is doing it different than everyone else because everyone is unique. Right. Some things may look a little bit more extreme, but as we, as we grow into this information age, it's just, I just went to like the craziest ecstatic dance in the middle of the jungle and it was wild. Right. And these people were so excited about being different. It was amazing. Anyway, so, but to follow that voice that feels a little scary is also exciting versus resisting something that you really don't want to be doing and it feels scary to, to say no, right? It feels like it's, it feels scary to give yourself permission to no longer want it but it doesn't like feel good to keep doing it versus following your own path. There's some fear in there, but there's an excitement. There's a wanting, there's a knowing there's, it's like, it's, a, it's, it's lining up right with you, with your values. And so I want you to think about that. I want you to try to differentiate this week and just notice when you might see that the difference between your truth that feels a little bit scary, right? Cause it's like you and you and you, and then not wanting to do something, but it feels scary because it's not like in the status quo. It feels scary to, to say no to that. It's like, Oh, I should want that. Okay, I want you to see if you can distinguish that. And there's probably a bunch of areas in your life where that's like that, but it's very strong with alcohol. Very, very strong because the alcohol industry sells um, connection, right? They sell connection. They even sell connection to you, to yourself. So my goal is to spark inside of you the remembrance of who you are free from all the conditioned beliefs. And just know that the alcohol freedom is seeking you and you do have everything you need inside of you right now, right now to start this journey. The reason that it helps to be here and the reason that it has a system and the reason that, you know, any learning, education, coaching, you know, therapy, whatever it is, the reason that that helps is because A, it expedites your results. B, you can't see your own brain when you're in the middle of it. I still have thoughts that I think are totally true. And Matthew hears about all of them. Um, God bless him. Right? Like you can't always see your mind and it helps practice the habitual balance of your new neural pathways that you're building. So your brain, one of its jobs is to be efficient and it's going to go back to the thoughts about alcohol, believing alcohol and the habit and the triggers of the deprivation and all of the, the thoughts that aren't actually true, but that you believe are true. It's going to go back to those quicker 
as soon as it's the end of the day, right? And and your prefrontal cortex has no more battery left to use its executive function to say no, to, to process an emotion, to think creatively and to think curiously, right? So when you're con- continuously re-evaluating your thoughts, your beliefs, and practicing building that new neural pathway because you're doing it in other areas, like you're using the five shifts and the other tools that I teach my clients, then that builds the permanent pathway, right? Like that's why it works. It's not like you, you are smart. You are wise. You have, you're here because you get it right. But it's, it's strengthening your confidence and having a place to really explore some of the things underneath alcohol that you just didn't know were there, right? Really uncovering, like you have this voice inside of you. And as that voice starts to amplify, it's like, I want to explore all of the nooks and crannies of, of why, why I want to make this change, right? And it could just take you a lifetime to do it on your own. Um, Not that that's a bad thing, but I just want you to know that I think you're awesome and I believe in you. And this fact that you're here right now says should say a lot to you to know that what you're seeking is already seeking you. And all you need to do is go out and grab it. I think that you're amazing. You're wonderful. And I'm so glad that you're here. So really work on just being curious about whose thoughts you're thinking. And another way to distinguish that and differentiate between what you think you should be doing and what feels a little bit scary and amplifying the voice of the inner self is what does it feel like in my body? right? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel like a good scary? Does it feel like the end result is something that I really want, right? Or am I pushing myself into a box that I don't really want to be in that feels kind of like blah, like I don't want to, I wouldn't want to maintain that, right? So notice the emotions, the energy in the body when you're distinguishing between your voice and the being so bombarded with so many voices all around you and a really good way to quiet that quiet the mind and listen to the heart is to turn that shit off, right? Like listen to this podcast and then take a break this week. And I've encouraged people to do that before, but really, really see what is the voice of the habit. And you can just ask, is that true when you're when your thought the thoughts tell you something, or is that a conditioned belief that makes me feel scared if I don't continue to believe that, right? And then what is the thing that I want to believe? And yes, maybe that feels scary too, but does that how does that feel in my body? Do I want to believe that alcohol is no longer in alignment with the version of who I am. The alcohol isn't 
good enough isn't working to get me where I want to go, right? That it doesn't actually change anything, that it actually makes things quite hard, right? What do you want to believe? What do you believe if you allowed yourself to believe that if it wasn't scary? Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Hi, it's Mary Wagstaff. I want to personally invite you to spend one hour with me one-on-one because you deserve to know what's holding you back. It is your time. Alcohol has had its fair share. We're going to talk about possibilities, about how to align your thoughts and actions with your dreams and what matters most to you, about why alcohol is no longer suited for the life you want to live, how you can get on the fast track to freedom from alcohol and stay there without deprivation. Follow the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to schedule your complimentary call and get a new perspective on an old habit.